0: Hello, this is Rhett Bartlett, and thanks for listening to the Raw podcast. Well, my next guest came to Richmond from Clarence Football Club in Tasmania one year before Royce Hart did. This is the story of John Shivers. G'day, Rhett. Now, now, I'm all right, thank you, John. Did I pronounce the surname sort of right, or I just completely mucked it up? No, it's it's pretty well close enough. Because it's not a common surname.
1: No, it's not. No, not many around. There's a few down in southern Tasmania and up in the middle part of Tessie. Um, I don't know about the uh, mainland, but uh, there's a few, not many around.
0: You can still say you're the only Chivers to play for Richmond.
1: I think I can.
0: <laughs> Unless one of your relatives did, But <laughs> I don't know about in the reserves or something. <laughs> I think I can. Um, so, where are you based in Tessie.
1: I live in Hobart Or the suburb of Hobart Howrah Okay And um, it's on the Eastern Shore local footy club there uh, And still is It's Clarence Footy Club uh, Clarence Footy Club has always been a powerhouse in the last couple of years They've, um, uh, A real team of, um, of goers and, and have a real crack Right Won many premierships um, And will be regarded as one of the powerhouse clubs in Tasmania
0: now, if we, if we were to go back through Richmond history, has anyone of interest, um, other than yourself, come from Clarence? Oh, yes. Who um, comes to mind?
1: <laughs> the first one, of course, was the illustrious player, uh, Royce Hart.
0: Right, yes.
1: Um, I think a couple of McPherson um, uh, boys went to Footscray. I think they came from Clarence.
0: All right. right, right.
1: Um, uh, and... Uh, Apart from that, there might have been some in the last 20 years. I really can't put their uh, name to them, but I've the feeling that Marks had went to Richmond. Uh, they haven't really, Richmond haven't picked up a lot of boys from down the southern part of the state. Um, 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 you know, they seem to be overlooked a bit there by Richmond.
0: All right, well, hopefully they listen to this, John, and they send... Someone down, well, I mean, what, in the old days, you, we would send down, what, Graham Richmond or someone like that, I'm guessing. Or we, we probably had a contact of Harry Jenkins or someone down in Tassie, I'm guessing, to, to come and sort of. Yes. Is that?
1: Yeah, Harry. Yeah, Harry is the man. He, um, He <laughs> used yeah. to follow the footy everywhere. And it was also a great Clarence supporter as well as a great Richmond supporter. And, um. Oh, gee, I'll just a couple of I thought of it. Johnny Clue oh, yeah. from Glenorchy to Richmond. Kluge was a fantastic player. He was the best player in Tasmania. Was he really? The year before he went to um, Richmond. Yeah, by far, by a long way. But somehow couldn't get a game at Richmond in the in the, um, in the Seniors. Played in the Twos a bit. Yep. Uh, went to Adelaide and played many games in Adelaide in the Seniors. You might remember him. Johnny Kluge, yeah, KMU,
0: I don't think he even played a senior game for the Tigers, did he?
1: He didn't, which was absolutely amazing.
0: So that would have been... Well, that might have been around the time my dad was coach, perhaps. Uh, I don't know. 80, late 80s, early 90s, yeah.
1: Yeah, I can't remember, now. Nah. But he was he was just a um, very, very skillful player. He was uh, like another polyfarmer as far as handball yeah. goes. And uh, paid for the Nork. He virtually won a grand final on his own uh in, uh in tasmania um and it was just uh, amazing everyone seemed to think he was too slow but it's a bit like a um i guess greg williams carl yeah everyone said he was slow but he always got the ball
0: yeah uh so if we go back to harry jenkins for a moment sorry was he based mm-hmm. down there
1: yes harry uh, lived in um in hobart right And uh, he was um, good mates with uh, Graham, but totally different to Graham, if you can understand that. Graham Richmond, I'm talking about. Sure. Um, uh, But he was very, very good mates with him. And uh, he would scout around looking for players. And as I say, he's a great follower of Clarence Footy Club. We'd see him after the game at the pub and club rooms and things as well.
0: So. Is it just as, as logical as you finish a game and up walks Harry Jenkins and says, I like your style, come try out?
1: No, no, it'd be, let's um, go and have a beer. All
0: oh, right. <laughs> That's unlike a Richmond official to be associated <laughs> with a pub.
1: <laughs> well, uh, I think Graham was on the correct side of the, uh, Graham Richmond's on the correct side of the, uh, of the bar. <laughs> yes.
0: So is, so did, did Harry Jenkins literally take you for a bit of a pub chat and, and give you the idea of coming to Richmond?
1: Uh, did it know, start I there? would have only been about... Oh, yeah, we would come back 50 on years. I was probably about 18, I think, then. Wow. And um, um, I'm not sure if you could drink in those days. 18, I can't remember, but everyone did. <laughs>
0: uh the rules?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, Harry used to have, have a bit of a chat and... Uh, uh my first um, uh, meeting with graham and harry was uh late one night um they didn't say they were coming over and, or coming down to um where i lived i used to live in cambridge near the airport right and uh we'd gone out for the night with a few um a few fellows and got home at about 11 o'clock and uh, there's harry and uh And, graham. and said, oh my goodness what's going on here and had a bit of a chat then And at that time of, uh, i'd never been to melbourne you know, I was, um, uh, and i was invited over to go to uh, a game i can't remember what game it was but i invited to go over to a game over there and had a look that's the first time i've been to melbourne and um very impressed of course being so young yeah
0: and
1: uh the next time i went to melbourne was when i uh, went over to to live there
0: so did you know anything about the richmond football club no did you know any of the... Have you heard any of the players' names before you even got to Tigerland? Not really. Not, no. even, not even sort of, you know, Jack Dyer names or anything like that? Uh,
1: probably in the background. I, hmm. I, I guess as a kid, I used to... Um, uh, and, see, we had very limited exposure to a um, VFL in those days. Um, right. To Tasmania. so. You know, um... And you think was this before TV? No, no, TV were in, but we never had one. We couldn't. My family couldn't afford a television; they were very, very expensive. Yeah. So um, the only exposure you get would be a little bit on the paper, and I guess sometimes on the radio, but um, very limited exposure of what I saw, anyhow. So if, you, if
0: you're if you're coming to Melbourne, I'm guessing that that's. A, I mean, that's a pretty big step for a, an 18 year old or 19 year old to to leave home. And move up to Melbourne did did you firstly did you know was there a a conversation with your parents a couple of times about that and and where did you who did you stay with or room with when you're in Melbourne or did your whole family move across
1: um well yes it was there was a conversation and um um i I was um in my fifth year as a um, an apprentice refrigeration mechanic at that time and um uh, the offer that was made to me to come to Melbourne—I I was talking to three clubs: right, um, Melbourne, uh, St Kilda, and um, and Richmond. Yep. Um, and uh, I guess the charisma of um, of uh, you know I'm talking about was such that yeah I felt that I'd be more welcome at Richmond. Of Graham. Richmond, um, yeah. Did he give you the spiel yeah.
0: about playing in front of a hundred thousand people, that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, MCG is their new ground for 1965. Of course, and um, that was the first year uh, oh, at home ground, and um, um, and I was offered a you know, small amount of money. And, was it the
0: old paper? Uh, ba- was it the old paper bag trick?
1: <laughs> well, um I think I did a little bit better than Royce, but Royce repaid it a lot more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we did. We'll talk about Royce in a moment. Did you did, <clears throat> you, did your parents um like Graham Richmond? Did he sort of charm them as well? Oh yes. Yeah, I thought he did. That's the way that that's anything
1: else you read about. You know, other 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 um books or whatever you um rather stories you hear of Graham. Graham's always very good comment on the car, on the um flowers in the garden and all that
0: sort of so it's true.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> what lovely chrysanthemums you have. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's a lovely house, lovely kitchen. Oh, dear. Yeah,
1: yeah, oh, man.
0: <coughs> so who came across? Did you just yourself, or did they put you up somewhere?
1: Uh, you saw, oh, yes, I came across my own. Right. And um, so I'm the only one in the family as well, which made it a little bit hard for mum, I guess. Yeah, of course. Um. That um, I come over my own, and um, we stayed and um, boarded with. I uh, boarded with three other players, and, the, and unfortunately, he just died just recently. You know, Keithy Cleaver.
0: Oh, you also boarded with Remember? Keithy.
1: Yeah, Keith and Elsie in um, Goodwood Street, I think it was in Richmond.
0: Oh right. Well, Keith, Keithy, um, uh, he, he lived into it until about his nineties, didn't he? I think yes and he yes, now I he was read recently yeah he was a trainer would that be correct correct right correct mm. okay so so you uh, you were re- day
1: there was with uh, Wolfie Dickinson who went on to play quite a few games in the back pocket.
0: He did yes
1: Kevin delmenico his name was
0: oh really You've, I've spoken to Kevin
1: Kevin yeah, yeah. lovely boy.
0: yes I, I wonder if he's any relation is he any relation to the other delmenicos and I think there was a Dominico who played basketball recently and all that. I wonder if they're all...
1: I don't know. He came okay. from Sydney or somewhere, yeah. I mm. He went to Footscray. That's right. After a couple of years or so, two or three years. And uh, the other one was Graham Banford, who came from mm. Hamilton, in Western Victoria.
0: I haven't actually... I never got to speak to or, or interview, Graham. Right. He
1: okay. came from, um, I think it was... Um, uh, the Imperials like they were
0: called that footy team you came from there did you stay in touch with any of them after your career uh, I haven't been in touch
1: with any of them yeah. isn't, isn't that
0: terrible well not necessarily you know people move away and all that sort of thing
1: oh yeah but you still should be um, should be in touch
0: with people now you came across well I mean we got Royce Hart for a couple of shirts so yep. we actually gave you money did we give you any, anything did we give you any clothing no oh right no, no. Um, <coughs> no
1: see, um, there, were, there were payments made, which yeah. um, which were very good. You know, I was coming out for a five year apprenticeship. The apprentices in those days, and probably even now, yeah. uh, were paid nothing. And uh, so it was. Gee, um, a massive amount of money in comparison to what I was earning as a um, an apprentice. I could imagine. And um, uh, they lined up a job with me uh, for me, I should say, uh, with um, another old Richmond footballer who was very good, I believe. Um, Jeff spring
0: really you worked for Jeff spring
1: yeah So Jeff had this massive business he was uh, in uh, appliance repairs and reconditioning massive business and um, uh, I uh, I worked there and so much work I could work seven days a week if I wanted to and um, yeah so I worked there for the short time I was over there I was only over there for about 16 months or something
0: where was Jeff Springs work Mm -hmm. based Mm. Where was where was he based that, that, that work?
1: Oh, where was he based? He had this uh, workshop in Everton.
0: Of course. Now, for, the, for those who don't know, uh, Spring played between 1948 and 1957 and was actually a, a, a best and fairest winner with Richmond. And I
1: didn't know that.
0: And uh, in, in the late forties, or 1949, and um, passed away in the middle of the 1990s, around about 1997.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So yeah. you were... You know, I am
1: very good with him. He was a very, very busy, um, very, very busy business person. You oh, know, yeah. he was dealing with Waltons and Coxfoy, lots of the uh, big organisations that used to do trade-ins of refrigeration and washing machines. And yeah, he had a factory going there with just reconditioning hundreds of appliances every day.
0: Now, you were a trailblazer because before Royce Hart came over, you came over first... Just, just to test the waters, just to see what it was like. Royce didn't come over, I don't think, until about oh, probably the start of 66. Um, might have been 66, yeah. 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 I think it might have been, so
1: yeah. There's an
0: interesting article I stumbled across in the age of March the twenty fourth, 1966. Let me read you the first two paragraphs. Richmond will not clear John Shivers back to Clarence until it gains a clearance from Clarence for centre-half forward Royce Hart. Shivers joined the Tigers last year but was on, but was not quite up to a permanent place in the senior side and managed only one senior game and one as a reserve. I think Richmond were using you <laughs> as bait. <laughs> did you know that? No, no, I No, I did
1: not know that. Um, I know that when uh, I went over, uh, a couple of other Richmond players came to Clarence and swapped one with Johnny Richmond.
0: Oh, right, yes.
1: The other one was um, someone, Jacobs, who was a very good player. And Johnny Richmond was a very good player when he came down here too.
0: So um, you've come across, you've settled in, you're you're rooming with a few people, you've got got work, so you're nice and settled. Uh, And then I think comes the big moment where, you know, you go to Punt Road, you go to Tigerland, do you remember the first time you went there? Do you remember uh, your initial impressions from the first few minutes? Of t- like, do you remember? Did someone greet you there? Did someone show you around, or was it just there you go, there <laughs> you go, and walk around I yourself?
1: Think more, I think there's more walk in the door, and you
0: <laughs> there. <laughs> right. I think. Uh, and, you, and you're probably well. You're probably introduced to some of the officials there. Whether it was like, I don't know, was Bill Baromio there, or some of the fitness people?
1: Oh yes, Bill was there, yeah, yeah. Bill used to take a great interest in your dad, Yeah, you know, because your dad was a uh, great sports
0: person. Yeah, they loved running, didn't they? Very
1: good runner. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah. <coughs> so, you I remember
1: in the early part of the training before the 65 season, we were out um, on some paddock somewhere and um, uh, your dad, Kev, turns up and he's got spikes and I said, Jesus, what are they? And um, they said, oh, everyone's got to build one. Bill, Bill said, everyone's got to have spikes. So they're going to run here. I said, oh, shoot, I haven't got any spikes. So uh, next time I go and buy these, these pair of spikes and um, put them on I like, them, you know, you're right up on your toes yeah. and everything like that. So I threw them away. And they uh, said, so you can't run here unless you've got And I really can't remember the outcome, but I'm, I think I kept on running here with them. Maybe even sand juice or be feet. I'm not sure. But Kev was good. Used to like him. He's only a young bloke, so I've got to remember now that I'm talking to you and not uh, not Kev. <laughs> I
0: know you met him not long ago, again, sir. So. W- w- <laughs> what position were you recruited for?
1: Uh, well, that was a strange part. I thought I was. Well, I used to play in the centre and, and uh, uh, in those uh, before I came over there. Yeah. And um, that was, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that was the position I was recruited for. And of course, you had uh, Banksy. Um, Billy Barrett. Right. In those days, and I guess it's not much different now, But you, there was, like to me, it was walking into a, a club of, it seemed to be old players, you know what I mean? Right. Mainly mainly because I was, I was, you know, 18 or 19 at the time when I finally arrived over there. And, um,. And I had some really, well, they seemed to be really good players: Bill Barrett, Roger Dean, Tony Davenport. Real hard, sort of tough blokes, padding and aim. Yeah. but they just seemed to be, just seemed to be old. But I guess that's because I was so yeah. yeah
0: and And
1: um, uh, some of the early practice games uh, before the season, I can remember it was a little. We had a couple of, you know, about forty degrees. Just. And dirt flying everywhere. Everyone's having a real red hot go, and a few bust-ups. And I can remember um, um, I wasn't playing on Barrett, but I can't remember where I might be playing the week. And anyhow, clashed with Barrett and Barreford. just making sure you understand you're not taking my place in this team. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I can, I can. Having having spoken to Billy many times, and I know him, I can imagine him saying that absolutely because you're playing, yeah. you were playing for your spot, weren't you? Oh,
1: absolutely, yes. Yeah, yeah. So he's the centre man. He
0: doesn't want anyone to take his spot. No. no. And here you are as an eighteen, nineteen-year-old going, Jesus.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, uh, you know, that was a direct contact. There are other contacts as well. You know, you'd be um, uh, if you uh, held to the ball a bit too long, and didn't get rid of it quick enough, you'd be pretty harshly dealt with. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's true. So who was? So when? You, so you got there, and oh if I'm not mistaken then, the person who's taking the the practice games, the senior coach, would be Len Smith. Uh, The coach then
1: in the senior
0: practice games was... um, Because we're talking early 65? Or was it... Yes, it it would have been Len Smith. Hmm. This is Len... Because Len obviously did not last the the 65 season due to a heart attack. Um, Correct. um, But do you have... Can you think back about meeting Len, or do you remember what his not style really. was like or not?
1: Uh, very much a um, a fatherly figure, I guess. You know, once again, Len wasn't... Oh, well, I'm not sure how old he was. I hope I'm not saying the wrong thing, but <laughs> to me, he appeared to be... You, know, you
0: thought everyone was old, didn't you? You thought everyone was old, didn't you?
1: Well, I did. I mean, if you saw
0: Bill Baromeo bald-headed, you probably thought he was 106 or something. I'm
1: uh, not quite not sure about that age, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But certainly a, a bit older. Yeah, you know, I know. I, I, I used to remember him because he's like a ball of muscle, you know. Yeah. He's so, a very strong, healthy person.
0: Well, I just realised that, apart from the practice games which you would have played in, y- y- you were never coached by Lynn because by the time that you, you you did your debut, he wasn't the coach, was he?
1: Uh, I can't remember that, uh, whether it was he or, um, or
0: uh, Jack. I think it was. Well, uh, let's have a look. You debuted quite late in the season, I think. Do you remember who it was against?
1: I, I was um, on the bench against Carlton. Um, uh, did you get? Game.
0: Did you get a run on that
1: day? Yeah, got got about the last five
0: minutes. Yeah, got thought... a kick, but all um, oh, right. Hmm. So that was okay. We're talking. That's round six. Of 1965, and so that corresponds to yep, that corresponds to Jack Titus. Now right. he would have he would have seemed a bit old to you, I would assume. Jack, Correct. <laughs> don't forget, you know, he's a man who won the best and the fairest in 1929. And we're talking 1965, so what are your memories of Jack?
1: I remember just keeping clear of him when he's going to have a spit somewhere.
0: <laughs> When he did his speech, yeah, Dad, Dad would say when we did his speeches and his talk, there was a bit of saliva.
1: <laughs> I really didn't remember much. I mean, mainly, I played mainly in the twos. And, uh, uh, Dickie Harris was the coach in those
0: days. Well, let's talk about Dickie Harris, because here is a man who is an absolute star at the Richmond Football Club. A sensational <laughs> career, and I think if there's a lot of Richmond supporters listening to this, um, they should do a bit of research about Dickie Harris, because he had a career that I think he's gets a bit lost sometimes when people talk about some of the great players.
1: Yeah, well I think I've seen there where he maybe has kicked ten goals in a grand yeah. final. I yeah. know oh, seven goals in a grand yeah.
0: final maybe yeah. from
1: a Ford Pocket and Rover yeah. and Um Uh I used to get on well with it. He was very, very supportive. He, he and his wife and um uh, uh, he was good. Uh, we had a bit of fun in those days, and the, you know a lot of young kids playing in the twos at that time was building up to the you know, premiership years for a couple of years
0: later, or something Well, can we talk about that? We're talking, we're, we're talking about 1965 reserves. Unbeknownst to to you, the club is two years away from a drought-breaking premiership, and a few of those people in the 65 reserves would no doubt go on to play in the, in the premiership. So, if you think back, who are some of the names in the 65 reserves? What 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 was the skill level like? Could you feel that you know that it was a good quality team?
1: Right. you've seen some of these old films of um, football back in the early 60s, yes. And uh, particularly grand films when blokes are trying to get drop kicks and they're grubbing on the ground and yeah. all that sort of thing. And um, really, when you compare it to today's football, it's just Totally different, but in our time, you know, we were, we were good players. You know, the, the, um, uh, the VFL was supposed to have the 12 best teams in Australia, and uh, so this was, should have been the cream of, um, of football in um, in Australia. You'd have your your various South Australian WA teams, of course, which had really good players yeah. who didn't want to come to the VFL for whatever reason. Uh, but this was the best competition. and um, in Australia and uh, but when you look back on it gee we we weren't that good
0: yeah wow
1: but we were still the best (laughs) (laughs) so you imagine what the others are like what was your
0: what was your what was your strengths and your weaknesses as a player
1: um uh, well my weakness was I was um, uh, I was too small to try and do what I used to do, and you know, barrel into people, you know, and oh. you know, go in hard and tackle and bump and yeah. do all those sort of things. So I was too small for that. Uh, oh. was okay where I came from I'd get away with it, but, but uh, over there I couldn't. Do too many big, hard, tough players over there, um, so I couldn't play that sort of game. And I never, I never really. I, I never really understood that I've got to change my game to, you know, around the game a bit instead of going full bore into it. Yeah. And um, I you know, frequently get hurt. And, oh, right. And um, because I was, I uh, you know, didn't didn't play the way I should have played the style of play.
0: So I'm trying to think who else was there in 65 reserves? Are oh, we? Talk, would Michael Green be there? No. <clears throat> Kevin <coughs> no, Shimmers? I
1: don't think so. No, I think, I can remember the name, I think he'd, uh, he'd gone, I think. Uh, so on the twos, the ones I can remember would be uh, Tony Jewel. Right. Uh, so it's, it's sort of early days. Yeah. Um, let me see, uh, Mike Patterson used to play a couple of games, he's yeah. up and down. Yeah. Um, uh Johnny Perry, I think it was.
0: Yes, Johnny.
1: Um, uh, Johnny Northing. Yep, of course.
0: That's uh hard, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Was
0: was was Barry Teague there at the time? He was from Tasmania. No,
1: he'd gone as well. Right. Remember the name, he in came down to Clarence too at a later
0: time. And Blair Campbell? He was probably gone by now too. No, I don't know the name, no. Trevor Gowers. He was flying, yes. Yeah, yes, that's right,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, Trevor, yeah. I
0: don't think mm. I don't think Barry Richardson was there at that stage, was he? I don't think.
1: I don't think so. He, he may, may have
0: been, have been but... Been but after.
1: Don't think so, may, But he may have been. Yeah. What,
0: what What were the grounds you played on? What do you remember about the venues you played at?
1: Um. Well, first the MCG, which was you know sensational. I played a, a senior game later in the year against Fitzroy, and there's about thirty thousand people there. That was just um, you know uh, very exciting. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Very nervous in front of that many people.
0: Did your parents uh, come and watch?
1: No, I don't
0: think so,
1: no. Okay. Yeah. no
0: You did well in that game by the way You had nine kicks, two marks That's not bad Do
1: you know what happened that day? That day I played against This is funny actually because I met the guy I played against uh, at a um, Tasmanian football function About two months ago I uh, played against a bloke called Bobby Lynch Right And uh against Fitzroy yeah. And Bobby Lynch played in the center I think he came from Tasmania originally as well uh, And went back to Tasmania uh and Bobby Lynch was playing the Senate in the center for Richmond. Uh the next week I got dropped and never played a senior game after that. And he got dropped the next week and never played a senior game after that. <laughs> did
0: you did you did you bring that up when you spoke to him? He did. Oh right. Gosh. That was the yeah, end of two so, ca- that was the end of two careers. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, so we had a bit of a laugh about it. <coughs> Both of
0: us are quite happy with what we're doing now So yeah Well the MCG So you've got a a crowd Of you know 20 to 30,000 there Yeah 30 odd thousand I'm guessing that's a little bit Different to some of the grounds You played out for the reserves
1: Oh yes Let me try and think About those games Fitzroy Fitzroy, I can't remember where we played was some ground Somewhere
0: uh, Were they Brunswick maybe Brunswick Street Oval. Don't know I think
1: we went by Tram in the finish Oh really yeah, I think so. Uh, a couple of us went by tram. Um,
0: what else did we play? Uh, down at Geelong, played a game down there. Did you? Did you? All, was there a team bus, or did you just make your own way down there? Uh, no, we made our own way. I think. Yeah. Okay.
1: Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, Could the
0: gr- mm. Could the grounds get muddy, John?
1: Merebin. Oh yes. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. The grounds are not nothing like they are now. Uh, I can't remember. So 65 was a very wet season, but yeah, it used to be
0: pretty heavy. Mm. Yeah. What, what 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 caused Richmond to drop you? Do you know? Have you ever sort of um, figured out why did it so abruptly, so to speak, in the seniors? I mean. Um. Well, it
1: was my decision to
0: leave. Oh, um, you made the decision to leave.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: Can we discuss why or not?
1: Yeah, I went and saw Graham. I said, well, oh, look, I'm... Uh, I, I'm quite honestly, I didn't like Melbourne. I hated it. You know, it was um, too crowded, too many people, too much noise, you know, from where i compared to where I came from. Right. And, you um, uh, yeah, he I mean, had a few friends, you know, around the footy club, but apart from that, uh, I, I didn't mix in that well with other people. Um, I didn't know many other people. I guess how my life was... Um, uh, all around the, um, the footy people because um, uh, you didn't really have a great deal of time, even though we didn't do much training compared to what they do now. We still worked. you know, you have to work to make a living. Yeah. And uh, you, you never really got a chance to socialise too much. So I was... Um, um, and I didn't really think I was going to really do much there at Richmond, quite honestly, um I thought with the guys that were there you know the Barrett's and the Little Brownie and a couple Mm -hmm. of others who were in the position Roger Dean who were in the positions where I thought you know I might be able to get a game but I didn't really think I'd um, I'd make it there Um, in hindsight yeah I should have played um, another year or two I think Uh, but at that time uh, I didn't didn't think so and um, I went and saw Graham had a chat with him and and uh, I think he was supportive of me staying there, but I understood where, you know, where I was, and um, and I didn't know about the swap with with Royce at that time. So,
0: <laughs> well, then I think uh, yeah, the, I think the idea entered Graham's head to say, "Hold on, let's see if you know if Clarence wants you back." Did you go back to Clarence? Yes, Footy Club. Yeah, and how long yep. more did um, you play with them?
1: Uh, so I would have played there probably another. Five or six years.
0: Yeah, you still had some years, didn't you? Wow.
1: Oh, yeah. I went back and I was probably 20 or 21, I think. Um, and played back. Stuart Spencer was the, um, the coach at that time. You remember right. Stuart? used to play for Melbourne. Yes. yes. Uh, a fantastic player. Kicked about five goals in the grand final And um, as a rover. And then um, left and came down to see the coach class. Like Those sort of things never happen now, of course.
0: <laughs> no. Did you... Did you find when you came back to Clarence it's going to sound a bit strange but did you did did you sort of learn anything from playing in the seniors did it did I mean did the 16 months of Tigerland sort of toughen you up a bit or did it did it change you in any way or did you sort of come back to Clarence still the same player and the same mindset than when you left
1: Oh no 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 definitely altogether um, um, yeah, I was prepared to do more work and training and and, and practice compared to when I went away, you know, um, when I was younger, you know, like I was, my father was a, uh, a wood merchant, and when I was a very young bloke, I'd, you know, go in the bush with him, and, you know, he'd work hard, and chopping wood, and sawing wood, and chainsawing, and loading, and all that sort of thing, so before, you know, when I was a young kid, I was, wasn't tall, but I was strong, and, um... Uh, then when back, i was back, I was more refined, as such. You know, I've been through, you know, the, uh, the VFL, the you know, I was more refined, and um, could read the play better, etc. Right. Things like that. Yeah. So sort of the experience of being there.
0: And were you successful upon your return in those five or six years with Clarence?
1: Oh, not really. I um, I, I I hurt my ankle at Denham Raven in the seconds, at sort of about uh, I don't know, it might have been six games to go. So I only played, I think, in two senior games, yes. including the first one, I was on the bench, and then I only played about ten reserves games, and um, I heard man at down at Moravan um, uh, and uh, chipped the bone and had plaster on it, and I couldn't stand it, so I ripped that off after a couple of days, and, <laughs> uh, um, and uh, never really recovered. I've still got a bad ankle, and every now and again, a bit of floating bone gets into a joint, and... And of uh, course, a bit of grief, but, and that's what happened then too. I never, never got around having you know, an operation to get it
0: pulled out and oh, away from there. We need to bring you back to Tigerland, there, uh, John, just to finish the uh, finish the medical thing. I reckon just to uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get the ray lamp on your leg just to heat up your <laughs> leg a bit. Yeah, because we didn't really have a medical room as, as such, as Dad would used to say. It was just a room with like a ray lamp, and that was about it.
1: Yeah, that's, that's that's probably right. Like, I remember the doctor there actually. I just can't think of his name now. I brought that up. Uh, uh, not, um, well, not
0: Granger. No, that was probably uh-huh. no, he was earlier. Um, uh,
1: Someone else was talking to me. I think he might live down at Geelong now. Someone else was talking to me who knew me well, and said, "Oh, do you know like, this guy Chivers used to play there. And said, "Yeah, and said, yeah, well, he's always in the, always in there to see me." I can't think of his name. It wasn't
0: Brian Davey, was it? No. No, because I know he was a player and also one of the medics. So you left Richmond, I'm guessing, in what, 66?
1: Mark, about March 66, yeah. Um, what happened there, that was Tommy's first year,
0: 66. Yeah. Did you, see, did you ever see Tommy before you left?
1: Uh, I can't recall. Can't we cool. Well, um, I reckon that
0: your, your your paths would have only very quickly crossed. I reckon because I think he was introduced around about, you know, like the um, the annual general meeting at the end of '65 or you know early
1: '66. Yeah, yeah. I felt, I did meet him uh, during the year in '65. He wasn't. I don't think he was announced as coach. I don't think.
0: No, but, no I don't. Um, yeah. Uh, well, where did you meet him? You... Out,
1: well, we're playing out at uh, footsky at Footscray. Right. And um, um oh, I did know him before the game, but uh, during the second quarter that bloody um foot square broke my nose, uh Thorpe, David Thorpe. Right. Yeah. And um I got blood streaming out of my nose Because I wanted to even it up and then half time come off the ground and this boy come and talk to me and said, Listen, son, you're gonna have to stop doing what you're doing, you to have to start playing ball and go after the ball. Forget about that And that was Tom Hazen. And that's the first time I met him, so I,
0: you know, blood running down at my nose and telling me to calm down a bit. Hold on, did, did, was this, did Tommy come up to you hmm. during a break in the game? Half time. And, and gave you that advice? Wow.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um...
0: Just for the record, David Thorpe went on to play for Richmond. I
1: know. <laughs> then after he uh, the apprenticeship. Yeah. And uh, then after that, he came down to Tasmania and got a pub or a couple of pubs in the
0: northern part of the state have you uh, gone up to him and just said hey do you remember me
1: no i haven't <laughs> come across him i don't want to <laughs> it might break it again
0: yeah i was gonna say you never know yeah. the so uh, just a handful of questions and i'll let you go um you so you, let's say you left richmond in march of 1966 yeah we're now ta- i'm now talking to you On uh, September the 7th, 2016. So what's that, 50 years? Did you... Uh,
1: Yeah, 50 years.
0: Good God. Did you ever return to Punt Road?
1: To do what?
0: Have you ever returned back to the club? Uh,
1: To any function, you mean?
0: Either to any function, or have you actually just found yourself, by happenstance, near Tigerland, near Punt Road footy ground itself?
1: Um, oh, yeah, I, I'd go back there um, occasionally, not not too often, um, uh, during those dark years when they were running, uh <coughs> trying to raise a bit of money, they used to have the brick. Remember, you could buy a brick?
0: You could too, yes. Remember that? Yes.
1: Yeah, so I went there and bought a brick for myself and my wife. Oh, good and, on you. Uh, and then, um, well... Yeah, and other
0: times we bought another three for the three kids. Oh, you're fantastic. And another time
1: we bought another half a dozen for grandkids.
0: <laughs> you've saved the club single-handedly. <laughs> I
1: think they need a bit more money. You can say, say
0: you, sa- you can say you saved it brick by brick. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: Do you still uh, have the brick?
1: Well, they don't have it there
0: now. No, I don't. I think they moved them, didn't
1: they? Yeah, with a new structure that they've built there. It's been moved to a um, position... To be repositioned. That's right, um, yeah. Maybe yeah. may
0: at some time. Uh, storage thing, yeah. I'll follow, that up mm. one. I'll follow that one up for you, because we've got to find where it is. We've got to re yeah, it to the brick.
1: That's interesting. Actually, one of the times I went there and had a look at the brick with someone, one of my kids, my wife something, and Neville Crowe was there, and he, he remembered me, and came up and said hello, and the, one of the historians, I can't quite think of his name
0: now. Uh, that one. would be Bill Meekland. That's right. Yep.
1: And um, still had a bit of a chat. So I'd been away at that time probably 30 years. Um, but um, <clears throat> they still recognize me. And the funny thing, the funny part one uh, once was um, I'd gone, gone to a game with a couple of mates uh, at the MCG. And that'd be, you know, 30, 40 years after I left. That'd be 30 years after I left. And we're walking around um, the ground underneath the stands near where the entrance was to the... Um, to the players' uh, dressing rooms, and there was two or three of our uh, 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 blokes from Hobart, and we walked around there. And a um, uh, yell yeah, came out from the door, and a bloke said, "Johnny Javers, come over here." And it was Kevin, the boot starter. Kevin,
0: um, uh, I know uh, the guy's name. Yes,
1: McAvoy. I think his yes. name. Was. Kevin McAvoy McAvoy. 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 Yeah. So, 30 years later, the boot remember me, but probably not many others.
0: I was going to ask, were you, uh, you know, do people come up to you down in Tassie and say, ah, did you play for Richmond? Or is it more of a Clarence connection, I suspect?
1: Look, I do, a, um, uh, it's an old trick, you would have heard it before, but I frequently do, and there are some people down here who haven't heard it before. It's, I you know, I don't think about East Bay football in Melbourne you know, at all, um, yep. but some of my friends will Say something to someone else who's joined a group of us, and I'll say, "Oh, you know, introduced you introduced me. Oh, John, I used to run around with Richmond a while ago. Oh, yeah, did you? yeah, yeah, oh, yeah a while back then. Yeah. Oh, um, you now, how many um games do you play there? i said, uh like um uh, you mean I say, well, Kevin Bartlett and I started in early 1965. Uh, between us, we played 405 games. <laughs> Oh, shit. did
0: you? Jesus. Oh, no. yeah, I played two. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that one's been around a while. Cause it hasn't, I've said it. Oh, but it. <laughs> John, it never gets old. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cracker. Yeah. Can I just say how great, it, how wonderful it is to speak to you? And, um. Well, I messaged Dad and I said, Dad, do you remember a guy called Don Shivers? And he's like, Yes. I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> recently down in tasmania when i was down there for the football i went well that's bizarre because I'm, I'm hoping to interview him shortly he goes absolutely i remember him how, did, did you bump into him or how did that meeting come about
1: yeah well let's say it uh, must have been a north melbourne game because we have three games down here at north melbourne now yeah and Kevin, um uh, this of the radio stations is this in or
0: something yeah that's it yeah so he would have been there to commentate
1: yeah, so I was in the morning. I, um, I hadn't planned to go to the game. In fact, I don't think I went to the game. It might have been last year, so I think I've been to most games this year.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, I've gone into the um, the Bellary Village, which is near the ground, uh, to um, you know, get the Melbourne know, Sun and the Financial Review and a couple of papers and things. And coming out, Kev's uh, just getting out of this wide limo with a couple of other blokes. Uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> really eating. He didn't know me. So I went up there and said, Hey, Kev, you don't remember me? Uh, John G- oh, yeah, I remember John. G- and had a little bit of a chat there. That was nice. That's the first time I've spoken to him since I left the club. And uh, what, what, what was very remiss of me, which I uh, kicked myself later, was not taking him across the road. It's a flower shop across the road, which is run by Chris and um, uh, I can't think of a name now, but Jack Revolt's um, mum and dad. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, and so uh, very reminiscent of me I should have taken him over there and introduced her. Leslie and name, that's right Leslie and, and Chris who run this flower shop and um uh, so if uh, ever you're talking to your dad again and he's down at um, a little village in Bellaree near the footy ground tell him to go to the flower shop and say hello to Jack's mum and dad
0: John, it's been great to have a chat so thank you for reminiscing Yep,
1: that's fine, Rick Very nice speaking with you Say hello to your dad